0: This is CliffCentral.com.
1: Well, hello, hello, hello. You know when you hear those Tibetan singing bowls, it is time for Beyond Ears and Eyes on Cliff Central. I'm Liesl Tom, and I'm very happy to be with you. On controls today, some piwe mtetwa, thanks, some piwe, and then, of course, my bestie, Shemaine.
0: Mm-hmm. As always, very happy to be here with you. Thank you for taking the time to listen to us. Um, uh, Beyond Ears and Eyes has just, you know, it's it's growing. And part of the reason why I'm so happy to be here today is because um, we have an amazing guest again. Uh, you have met him before. His name is Kevin McGee. <laughs> Kevin, welcome back.
2: Thank you very much.
0: <laughs> How's it to be back here?
2: Awesome, thanks.
0: Yeah. yeah, did you have a good time the last time? I did. Yeah. I well, did. <laughs>
1: we did. We had quite a
2: bit of feedback <laughs> after that show.
1: <laughs>
2: and if
0: I'm you sure. if,
1: if if you haven't listened to it, uh, go download our show on sexual healing with Kevin McGee. Mhm.
0: Sacred sexual healing apparently it works. Anyway, um I'm going to keep you informed if it if it did work uh, for me, but right now she likes sharing. It. <laughs> <laughs> So, but now, Kevin, um, we have, like I said, we've introduced you before and still the same thing. You're a transformational coach. You're a teacher and you're a healing facilitator. That's correct. And you have a company called Firelight Essence. Yes. Um, and the site is zero. But Firelight, you spell it differently. I do. Why <laughs> uh-huh. F-Y-R-E?
2: F-Y-R-E, uh-huh. L-I-T-E, numerologically comes to a better number. Then fire light spelt normally. Also, why be normal?
0: Yeah, you know, he's such a stickler. That is such a theme in your life, sir. <laughs> Mine.
2: <laughs> I'm perfectly normal. Everyone else is weird.
0: You know what? That's true. That's true. So we're going to talk today about yes. mainly Peloa. You yes. pronounce it differently. You call it Peloa.
2: Peloa, yes.
0: Peloa. It
2: sounds very British, it. I got elocution lessons when I was growing up.
1: Oh, great. Oh,
2: did you also get that, Liesl?
1: Well, I heard Kevin say it for the first time, so <laughs> I, in my head it's pillow. <laughs> but but um, yeah. first of all, just what does it yeah. – what's this? But, what,
2: okay. The word "pillowa" is um, apparently an angelic word, mm-hmm. meaning a radical shift in consciousness.
1: Okay. So it,
2: although um, physical healing does occur during a, hel- a pillowa treatment <laughs> – now, you got me tongue-tied over the name. <laughs> <laughs> you with your <laughs> education <ed-cushu> lessons. <legend. laughs> Although physical healing can occur, the the main reason for a treatment is to shift awareness, to shift consciousness. It more focuses on spirit and, and emotion than it does on the physical. Obviously, all disease is based in spirit and emotion anyway. So, yes, disease will release if something happens along those lines. mm mm-hmm. But that's not its main focus, no.
0: All right. So we're going to come back to that,
2: to the pillower. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but I, I, you, one thing that you also do is um, shadow work. Yes. Do you want to explain what that is as well before we go into it? We're just going to touch on that for a little while.
2: Okay, sure. Um, as we're growing up, um, up to the age of about five, six, seven, we're literally sponges. We absorb everything. That happens around us as perfectly normal and natural. After that, we start becoming aware of a con- getting a consciousness, and we start m- making judgments. Now, when we get to that age, we don't know what's right and wrong, for want of a better term, because I don't mm. believe right and wrong exists as, what, as a concept. when you
0: say that age? Which age would
2: around five, six, seven? All right. Okay. So we turn to the people that we believe should know: our parents, our teachers. They've been around longer than us. They should know. Mm. And then suddenly you told, "Don't play with yourself. It's mm-hmm. rude. Make sure you're clothed. Make sure that ladies, you always cross your legs. Mm-hmm. Um, boys, you don't cry. Mm-hmm. You're men." I just All thought you were going stuff. to say, "Boys, you don't cross your legs." Sorry. <laughs> Well, you can, but depending on how you do it, it could be painful. Anyway, moving on. Don't
0: um, speak back to adults. Yeah, don't speak back to, to yeah, adults. You back know, to adults. Uh, comb um, your hair.
2: Correct. And also know. that's where a lot of religious influences and things come in as well and, and things like that. So as we were saying in the sexual healing thing, a lot of judgment, particularly sexually, comes from that whole period. Now, what the shadow does or what work, doing shadow work does is that I unpack all of that stuff. It's a traumatic process. It's not simple.
1: Unpack all of what stuff?
2: (laughs) All the stuff that your soul wants to experience. We're here to experience. We're not here to grow. We're not here to develop. We're not here to be better or worse than we were born to be. We are here to experience this reality. But our world judges a lot of stuff that we do. So a woman, for example, who's very outgoing, very dramatic, Mm -hmm. might be forced to be... A lady, Hmm. that that dramatic, emphatic, exciting part of her, gets suppressed, gets squished, gets squashed down, Uh and gets hidden away in what we technically call the shadow. So what will happen is she's a perfect lady all day, every day, as she in her thirties and forties maybe, okay. But let someone pass her off, and all hell breaks loose. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's happened to all of us. Something, you're going along doing something and someone says something and you explode mm. out of, totally out of context. Mm. You walk away from the situation. You go, what the hell just happened? I literally tore that man apart for what?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And it's normally the smallest trigger. <clears throat> it's normally the smallest trigger. Now what the shadow does is we look for, find and deactivate. Those triggers I don't do it I guide you To deactivate Your own triggers Say so if someone Turns around And calls you a bitch You go well Yeah it's fine I can be a bitch It's alright No problem mm-hmm. And you carry on With your day You don't Let that sidetrack you And spend three weeks In therapy Trying to go Why did they say I'm a bitch oh. mm-hmm. Because that's what happens
1: So this this, These things <clears throat> That we suppress throat> All throat> these Unwanted Expressions of ourselves yes. Is that perhaps also the reason why people have midlife crisis?
2: Correct. Mm-hmm. Why people have cancer. Mm-hmm. Why people have affairs. Why people treat other people like shit. Mental it's institutions. All of mental institutions are full of people. As suicides. Suicide. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, I'm gay, as I mentioned before. Um, and the number of people that I have come across that are either that have either killed themselves, attempted to kill themselves... Um, they've guys have gotten married, had, had children Mm. because society doesn't accept it. Mm. Now, what happens when that man can no longer live with himself? He's got to deal with the guilt of breaking up his family. His family turn around and say, you've been lying to us for 20 years. Okay. He then has to face a society probably possibly lose his job. It's not as bad now as it used to be. There is a little bit more leeway now. But look at the trauma that's caused by that man not being able to explore who he was when he needed to. Mm-hmm. And as we said in the sexual, the sexual healing process, sexuality is not a gay and straight thing. It's a continuum. Some people are more gay than straight. Some people are more straight than gay. Mm-hmm. There are people... That are I mean, I've never had sex with a woman. I don't want to, mm-hmm. and I'm really not interested. So you straight gay? I'm. <laughs> 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 yes, basically. Mm. Yeah. Um, but there's people on the other side of the, the spectrum that are perfectly straight. Having sex with someone of their own gender does not t- does not interest them at all. But in between that is a huge continuum, mm-hmm. and the guilt. That people have to live with because they can 't express themselves is mind blowing
0: so now when you when you started uh, talking about this um, shadow work, you, mm. you say you help people unpack mm. what the soul wants to experience yes so um, so you, so but in that unpacking, obviously before you can get to what the soul wants to experience, I imagine the trauma of this Stuff, because you said it's traumatic. It can be a traumatic Um, experience. You know, so I, I expect that there would be a lot to deal with. Yes. Where do you go with that person to facilitate? them in the process of that because i imagine you know when when you start facing who you are the shadow side the side that doesn't want to say i'm i'm really an angry person or i'm i really battle with uh racism maybe you know or um homophobia or uh, whatever i have
1: these qualities that society Mm. deems Yes. unsavory or or, 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 so, un- or unnecessary.
0: Yeah. Yes. So yes. where do you go? How do you lead the person?
2: There's a series of pro- it's a also
0: so that they can be kind to themselves.
2: Yes. Because okay. ultimately at the end of the day this process is about loving and accepting yourself. It's about okay being being homophobic. Yes, I'm homophobic. This is the reasons why I know why and it's okay and I'm going to deal with it. But that clears that. So, then then suddenly it's not an issue for you anymore
1: wow
2: but it's it's a it's a as i said it's a thirteen week process um or thirteen um meeting process mm-hmm. um there's a lot of homework to do a lot of um introspection meditation um interviewing other people on their opinions of you which can be quite a scary process
1: why why if you're trying to get the person to make peace with their their shadow side, or mm-hmm. the stuff they they've repressed, would they want other people's opinion
2: about them? Because very often, and and ninety percent of the shadow we don't actually see.
1: Okay, we don't so you talk about that, like Johari window within within type thing. Yeah,
2: we don't see it within ourselves. We can only see it when it's reflected back at us. Mm-hmm. And we were talking outside earlier when we were prepping for the for the show. Judgment. Extreme anger, extreme emotion with no reason for it is an indication that you have something wrong with you. Not that woman walking down that road with a short skirt. There's nothing wrong with her. Mm -hmm. You're judging her because there's something wrong, something inside you that is not comfortable with that, and you've got to find that.
1: So, sorry, sorry, Charmaine, but Kevin, then I want to ask you. Mm -hmm. Isn't there then something wrong with an entire society which judges that woman with the extremely short skirt? There is. I find yes. it interesting that we're
0: going. There's nothing wrong, but we speak we we terming the thing wrong. We we using the word wrong. So it Interesting <laughs> that we're doing that.
2: Okay, people have an innate. I don't know if it's been bred into us or what. They need to know if this is right or wrong, mm-hmm. and especially moving – like I, I moved from a very religious background. I was going to be a Catholic priest. Now I'm not. Bang Let's off. just leave it there. <laughs> uh-huh. To shift from one place to another is, 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 a, is a, big, a big thing. And I've lost track of where we were going.
0: We are talking, talking, uh, talking wrong about, about and the right. Wrong and right. Oh, right and wrong. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Acceptable or unacceptable. Yeah.
2: Before I was bald, bald I was blonde. <laughs> okay. Right and wrong, good and bad are subjective judgments made by a society mm-hmm. or an organization or a group. Right. People come along with the sin and damnation stuff and you're going to heaven or hell. And then if that doesn't work, we're breaking away from that that belief system because that doesn't work for us. Now we suddenly are taught about karma. It's all <laughs> a load of crap. Okay?
0: I wish people could see how you brought Juliet. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on.
1: Are you saying karma is a lot of crap? Yes. So, movie. <laughs> hey, we're
0: going to have to get you back. We <laughs> have to get you back. Because that's like a long story. Cause-
2: we, that's we just, a whole. That's a whole another dis- discussion.
0: Because we 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 just about have to move on mm. to to Palo Alto. So, but I just I don't know if you still have a question. But I just have one more. <laughs> sorry, Lisa. I know that karma thing is like yeah, no no. I also heard the the I also heard the shadow being described by some people as the subconscious. How true yes. can that be?
2: It's not exactly the subconscious, but it is—it—it's it, suppressed into the subconscious. Yes, because okay. your subconscious, your subconscious mind, is the part of you that you're not aware of, that makes you who you are. So a lot of your core beliefs, which we do deal with on mm-hmm. shadow as well, a lot of your core beliefs—the essence of what you believe is right and wrong or comically correct—okay—is <laughs> held within your subconscious. You don't think about it. You don't. It, 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 it's an automatic reaction when you say, "Okay, that's wrong, douche." Uh-huh. Okay, but that's a subjective judgment.
1: But right and wrong for, is subjective for Always. every person. I mean, what yes. you might regard correct. as absolutely acceptable, correct, I might deem absolutely intolerable. A- I should be jailed. Yeah. Yes, mm. and and also culturally, you know, yes. some cultures yes. are completely accepting of all kinds yes. of things that. Yeah. I wouldn't find acceptable.
2: No. We wouldn't We wouldn't kill somebody. We wouldn't necessarily in no, our... But
1: isn't that universal? I don't think there are cultures who condone killing.
2: Go back a few oh. hundred years, and they used to sacrifice virgins to bring on crops.
0: Mm. And the people that did
2: it were worshipped as gods.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. And okay. Um, the system of... Uh, you know um the, what you when you when you go to jail and they they kill you mm. that's condoned in our societies, maybe not
2: in South Africa right now, but yeah.
0: I think we're of capital a very
1: punishment
2: capital, but capital planet, punishment yeah. and the death sentence, yes, yeah. it is yeah.
0: but anyway, we should move on we should to Peloa. <laughs> <laughs> Yummy. Sorry, I told you I can't. I
2: don't focus very well. It's your job to focus me. Uh, it's,
0: uh, it's our job. Our, our job.
2: Your job. <laughs> oh. <All> righty, then.
0: <laughs> that's my Africans and coloured job at the same time. <laughs> so, so you you do the Palawa thing. Yes, I do. Um, so, and that's really our main focus. So. Mm. You, you, you described what that was, um, in terms of how it, how it works or how it can work in conjunction with, uh, the shadow work or after you have, have done your shadow work. But before we come to that one, I'd really want to find out about the origin of it because you're, you're a, you're a practitioner. Yes. You're not a teacher. No, I'm not. So, um, but you're a Reiki master, which means you can teach Reiki. Yes. Okay, so um, besides that one, because I know you you uh, talked about using, uh, the, being able to use both of them. Where did the origin of the Paloa come from? Oh, that was a long sure. end of getting there.
2: <laughs> Take a breath, yeah.
0: <laughs> Where, where's the origin?
2: Um, Pelua originated in Australia. Mm-hmm. It was channelled by, um, by a lady called Kachina Man. Um and as I said, it's a treatment that focuses on higher awareness and shifting you out of your, your paradigms.
1: Who did she channel it from? Do we do do you know?
2: I don't know offhand. I honestly okay. can't remember. It's been okay. about it's been about three or four years since I actually worked with Pelua. Um I'd actually forgotten it was on my card when you when you when <laughs> picked it up. <laughs> So yeah, it, it's quite a while ago. It, um, I got my my attunement in two thousand and six.
1: Your attunement. What does that mean?
2: It's a it's a similar concept to the Reiki attunements. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, you as the teacher will activate the energy channel within the person who's going to be practicing.
1: Can't you do that for yourself?
2: You can. Um, with Pillowin, not so much. Um, at the moment, the only person who can teach you to be a teacher is Kuchina Mon herself, as far as I know. Um, there is one teacher in South Africa. Um,
0: is that, was that your teacher?
2: Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes, Jaylene. Um, and there's about thirty thirty or forty of us in the whole country in the country that do it it's It's not a popular treatment because unlike Reiki, Reiki will make you feel better immediately you'll mm-hmm. you'll wake up and you'll go, "You know what that pain in my back is not as bad as it was or you'll feel just generally better. paloa doesn't necessarily have that impact because it takes twenty four hours fully integrate into your system. So within 24 hours, you may not take any drugs or alcohol. You may not have any other treatments, including counseling. After a treatment, I can only listen to my client. I can only sit there and say... Did you have a good experience? What was your experience like? Anything you'd like to share? I'm not allowed to judge. I'm not allowed to assess. I'm not allowed to guide them. I'm not allowed to do anything. I have to step back. It is their process with their higher being, with their higher self. It's got nothing to do with me. I am purely a channel.
1: I'm just struggling to visualize exactly what a treatment entails. Is Mm -hmm. it... Like a coaching session where you sit with them or are they lying on a bed? What does a treatment entail? Okay.
2: A treatment is like lying on a bed. Yes. Um, I'll normally guide them into a breathing relaxation, not really meditation process, but a breathing or me- a relaxation process. Um, and then literally switch the pillow on as such. And it literally lasts for, lasts for 45 minutes to the second. It's phenomenal. Wait it's amazing. Wait a minute.
1: Wait a minute. What is the – how do you switch it on? Where's the switch?
2: <laughs> it sounds bizarre, but I just literally in my mind go, right, pillow on.
1: Okay. I'm ready to go. Okay.
2: And it, it, it switches on. Unlike Reiki has got a very soft, loving – Gentle energy. When you, when you, when you channel Reiki, when you use Reiki to heal, it's almost like it, for me, it feels like I've got like this warm, Mm. fuzzy kind of ball of love in my hands. Mm. Okay. I can actually feel this like love just coming out of my hands. It's awesome. But with Pillower, I don't know if, uh, well, I don't know if you guys are old enough to, to, I think you might be. Shemaine. Oh,
1: I like him. (laughs) Can we have him (laughs) back? When, When you,
2: when you, when I was growing up, okay. Um, you know your hands get sweaty, and you used to get those little sherbet, sherbet-like sherbet mm-hmm. things, mm-hmm. all right? And then you pour the sherbet in, and it fizzes in your mm-hmm. hand a little bit. Okay, mm-hmm. I see Liesl's looking blank. She's far too young for this. <laughs> 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 and it, That's what pillower feels like. It feels almost, to me, like a fizzy sherbet feeling in my hand.
1: Okay. So when you switch this pillower on, yes. is it in yourself or in your... What do you call them? Patient In, client.
2: I, I channel the energy. Okay. It's like Reiki. I okay. will channel the energy. Okay. It comes through me. Okay, and normally out of your palm chakras because you will use your palm chakras to to heal. One thing with a paloa treatment, you do not touch your client for any any reason whatsoever because you will shock them. What? You actually give them an electrical shock. If have you, you done touch it? Them. Yes, I have. Um, <laughs> what happened? They were lying there, ever so nicely, calmly floating away in the ethers, and I touched them, and she literally jumped on the bed and said, "What the hell did you just do?" And it wasn't it wasn't intentional. I was actually she, her arm had slipped slightly off the bed. You know, those healing beds aren't that wide. And I hap i wasn't paying attention—and I walked past, and my leg touched her elbow, mm. and she got electric shock. And I said to her, "What does it feel like?" She said, "Like I stuck my finger in a plug."
1: So your electric magnetic field—well, it's the
2: polar energy is, that comes through through—yeah, through, extra charged at yes, that moment. it does. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: So I actually thought you did that on purpose, um, just because you. Know, I really you wanted, wanted to. to I really out-
2: wanted to, and I, I, I was going to, but then obviously, you know. <laughs>
0: All right, then the, then the adult stepped stepped in. <laughs> what I do want to know, because earlier you mentioned that Reiki and Paloah are, t- are th- these two disciplines, they work for, for different for different mm. things. Reiki deals almost like with with the past, and Peloa deals with the now and the
2: forward. Oh, okay, that's what I was talking about. Shadow and Reiki working more with unpacking stuff mm-hmm. and and helping you to clear blockages, clear stuff, um, things like that. Paloa really works from where you are. You don't have to go and unpack stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to think of it in terms of a process, if you want to use all three, you can use shadow and Paloa in the beginning. I mean, Shadow and Reiki, sorry. Good Lord, I'm getting confused. (laughs) Shadow and Reiki in the beginning to help clear clear your stuff. Oops, I just hit the microphone. Sorry about that, everyone.
0: Um,
2: And then Paloa would be to, once you started clearing that, can start shifting. Um, Paloa is, it's a higher level treatment. Mm -hmm. Um, It's focused on higher awareness. Basically, if you want to picture it, we know about two strands of DNA. Some spiritual um, areas have found 12, some have found 24. So imagine you're living in a 12-bedroom in a house, let's say 12, okay? We are aware of two strands. So those two rooms have got, got electricity. The rest of the house is dead, no electricity, no plugs, okay? <laughs> what Paloa does is it puts electricity through the whole house, it doesn't switch the lights on. It doesn't buy the bulbs. It doesn't create light fittings. It puts the framework and the electricity into the house. It's your process then to find and explore and find those plugs. I, When I first did Paloa, I also did one or two things, and then, you know, and I thought, mm, I don't know if this stuff works. I'm not so sure about this. Did
0: you have it done on your, yourself
2: as yes, well? Yes, yes. So I had a few treatments done, and I was like, yeah, I don't know. Hey. And about six or eight months went past, and suddenly my, my spiritual awareness is sh- sparking, and I haven't done anything. What the hell? And I kind of like looked back, and I realized that there were shifts. You know, when you look back, you can mm-hmm. see shifts in mm-hmm. your life, but mm-hmm. when they're happening, you don't notice them. Mm-hmm. And the shift started when Pellewa was integrated into my system.
1: How often can you go for a Pellewa treatment? I mean, if you have a radical shift in consciousness... Mm. How many times in your life can you have a radical <laughs> shift in consciousness?
2: Well, the universe grows and develops as we do. It's not finite. So you can have as many as you want to. The actual pillower process, the initial process for someone who's never had it before, can take between three and five treatments. Okay? I, as the healer, as the healing facilitator, whatever, do not tell you when to come again. It's got nothing to do with me. You'll come for your first treatment. I'll say it to you, right, this is what it's about. It's, it's three to five treatments before it fully integrates. Let me know once you've finished, let me know when you're ready to come back. It's got nothing to do with me. I may not, as a, as a pillow, a healer, chase or force anyone to come for a, a treatment. It's purely between them and their higher selves. It's got nothing to do with me. They will come to me when they're ready.
0: So if you're not seeing much or a, a dramatic shift or mm. changes mm. um what would make one want to go back then is it curiosity to go back for the second and the third or to fourth to see th- when is this going so to, to, to kick, in. When <laughs> it's gonna kick in is that why you hardly hear of pelowa
2: it's it uh, you, you hardly so hear of it because it's so not gentle. A, because it's such a it's such a hidden process Sublime, such. Mm. it's something that you look back on and go you my life's changed okay it's not something that you're literally going to experience your life changing necessarily. I'm not saying it can't happen
0: because mm-hmm. it
2: can. You'll just know, you know, people say, listen to your intuition, listen to your guidance. Your guidance will say to you, okay, time for another pillow treatment. Mm-hmm. And then your brain will say, yeah, but I didn't feel anything. And your intuition is going to say, go for another <laughs> we, pillow treatment. They
0: like, we rewired <laughs> until the third bedroom. So now you need to go for th- up until the seventh bedroom. So or something like that. Basically,
2: if you want to put it into that, that analogy. Yeah. So it's it it it's it trusts <laughs> to make it work in terms of getting people to come back again relies entirely on your clients' intuition and their guidance if they only need to come for one treatment because in this experience of theirs they only want to get a certain level of the experience it's entirely up to them it's got nothing to do with me
1: Kevin, while you do this treatment now, you know, with Reiki, it's almost like a hands-on treatment. Yes. You stand over your yes. client/patient slash and oh. you run your hands over them. Is it the same while while you're doing this treatment and and do you have to consciously channel the whole time? <laughs> you know, same or
2: Okay. When you're doing the treatment, we were instructed to think about our shopping list. (laughs) (laughs) Why? Think about what you're going to do next weekend. Basically, you you switch it on, and as I said, it's got nothing to do with me. It's got nothing to do with me. So you switch it on, you'll feel it start, Mm. and you'll think, okay, my hand needs to go above her head. Okay, maybe next to her hip. As long as I don't touch her, fine. What am I going to do next weekend? Daddy, daddy. Oh, hang on, my arm's feeling uncomfortable. Uh, oh, it needs to move there. Okay, thank you. And then, where you, what are, And da da That's what's going in your head. Your body actually, the, the energy will tell your body you need to move. It must be hysterical to actually watch me doing a pillow treatment. Because you know Reiki has got standard processes, and you start there, and then you move gently through. Okay, pillow. I can be waving my arm, doing up and down with this one, under the table with that one. I can do apps. Need need to do absolutely anything.
0: And what does the person experience? Do they fall asleep? A very
2: deep meditation. Okay. Um, Very very often um, they will actually disappear. It feels to them like they've they've. They've disappeared. They've gone. They don't know where. They weren't. They're not aware of the. They traffic. went to find
0: they, that spiritual consciousness. They
2: went there. They <laughs> took off and went to Mars and passed Jupiter, but they have no idea what happened. That 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 space in their conscious awareness will very often be. They don't know what happened, or they will just feel very relaxed. Very like they 've had a good meditation
0: and the day after do they can they be tired or body sore
2: twenty four hours is the window period of the treatment, so generally they won 't feel pain they won 't feel sore they mm-hmm. won 't feel any discomfort. you are encouraged to drink a lot of water, the same as with Reiki because it will clear any 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 um, blocked energy or stuff that mm-hmm. that that goes through your body um, generally you won 't feel bad afterwards uh, at all so, how or I should ask who's eligible
0: for this kind of treatment? Anybody, so okay, so anybody who wants to shift their consciousness, anybody
2: who feels the need to do it, anybody, yes,
0: okay. So, there's no it's like if I feel like doing it, it's, it's that's no. what I do. So, yeah. so, so on a physical healing level,
2: mm-hmm.
0: um, does that also help?
2: As I said earlier, it can lead to physical healing. -hmm. Um, if you've got a physical issue that you've got a problem with, I would, I would rather work with Reiki or something along those lines initially until you get the conscious awareness that you can heal energetically. Then move on, move on to the Peloa. I I would, that would work. Um, Peloa, if you're looking for a major Like they bedridden today and walking tomorrow. It's very unlikely. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying I never say it can't happen because I've seen unbelievable things with happen with things I would never have believed were possible with all sorts of healing modalities. So I'm not, I'm not going to say it can't happen, but it's unlikely to happen.
1: So is the main reason people would Come for the paluwa treatment to accelerate their spiritual growth.
2: To accelerate spiritual growth, to open their awarenesses, and yeah. to help them with their spiritual spiritual gifts and spiritual awarenesses. Yes, that would be the main the main focus. Yeah.
0: So, would you, because you're saying it's a it's supposed to to shift your consciousness? Would mm-hmm. you say then, with which chakra um, does it work? All of them. Okay.
2: All twenty four of them.
0: Yeah. You're now you're just showing off. <laughs> Or is it
2: 52 or 137? I'm not sure. It depends on which book you read. And now you're confusing Liesl. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I can't count behind, beyond 24.
0: (laughs) Um, So, expand a little bit about that, if you can.
2: About the chakras, Uh, the different chakras.
0: um, No, not about the different chakras, about the, the, um, the shift in your with in your consciousness uh, in, in your consciousness when it comes mm. to the because you know like you've got the negative and the positive yes. of it and all and all and all and all yeah. which I'm not going to go into <laughs> because my knowledge is dire, um, but you can you can yeah. help us figure out mm. how on a on a base level whatever level yeah. that could kind of like connect the dots.
2: Very often, paloa, um, and this is not something I was taught; it's something that I've I've become aware of. Paloa will actually shift your chakras. What Sounds do you mean shift? Star.
1: Physically Ooh. on your on your. Body, yes, they as we've
2: moved from the um, ascension energy before 2012 to the transformation energy now.
0: Wait, now you What's have to explain ascension that energy? <laughs> ascension energy and transformation energy. You know, and then never we can. Go, here, no, you're not. And then, <laughs> and then you can go on with that okay. thought of our changes to the chakra.
2: 2012 was the end of the world, right? Okay, not so much. But it was the end of a period of energetic work So up until 2012 It was all about Getting us up to a certain awareness level the Shifting ascension. our consciousness Awareness ascension But Correct. people are
0: saying you're still ascending People are still ascending
2: Yeah, some people are still ascending Because they're a little bit behind the times it's okay. fine. Um, I'm, Remember these energies don't go Okay, 31st of December switch off 1st of January mm-hmm. switch on mm-hmm. Okay, It mm-hmm. doesn't work like that now, those of us that have ascended are now faced with what we 've created, and now we need to transform it. Mm-hmm. Ascension is more of a passive more of a passive process mm-hmm. where you 're focusing on inner work, rising yourself up, clearing all the stuff that 's holding you down, ascending, rising your light body, all those good things. okay. Transformation is going right, now that I 'm here. And I know I'm a magical being. I know I'm connected to the divine. What the hell am I going to do about this world that I'm in? Mm-hmm. How, can, how can I change it? How can I make, not change it, because you have no right to change anything for anybody else. You can only oh, change can, it for yourself.
0: You just now said you're never leaving here. Can I just put you out of that door? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Remember, each person experiences life in their own way.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Think about a car accident, okay? Where do, I didn't see him. He, well, he came out of nowhere. They was there. You weren't aware of him. Mm, okay. Mm, mm. Because each of us and each of us will see, if you've got five witnesses to that accident, there will be five similar but very different stories. Mm. Because your reason for being here is to experience an experience. Right, wrong, good or bad is irrelevant.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: This is an experience. So you have no right, and this is where religion has gone a bit pear-shaped because religions, particularly religions and politics and all the rest of it, goes, thou shalt because otherwise you're going to hell. Oh, okay. Or do this and meditate and do da di da or else karma's going to get you. Okay.
1: I'm going to throw you
2: <laughs> with my pen. Will you? Ooh.
1: <laughs> no, but. Transformation. This, this yeah. transformation. Yeah. Then what are you supposed to transform? Yourself. If you're not allowed to,
2: okay. Yourself. Because, okay, it's another whole intense discussion, but basically you create your reality. You create what's happening around us. We can see that in South Africa. You know, after 1994, a lot of people in their minds, and I mean, I don't know how many times I went to dinner parties, well, <gasps> we're going the same way as them, well, we're, well, and all that negative feeling and emotion and stress and tension that people created during that time, has created an unstable country now. Mm -hmm. We've all combinedly created that. But there's very good news because experimentation that's been done, well, I know Greg Braden talks about the experiment. You can change that. Mm. And you know how powerful positive energy is over negative energy. I'll give you an example. They did an experiment in in Israel, Pakistan, war torn area, a few quite a few years ago, and they focused on peace. Crime dropped. Attacks on people dropped while these people were meditating.
1: But there is a critical number, isn't there?
2: Yes, and that critical number is the square root of one percent of the population. Okay. For the entire population of the world to shift it. Needs eight and a half thousand people. Is that That's all? That's incredible. To shift South Africa, I did the because I started a, a South Africa Rising Love Meditation.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, is it still going?
2: It, it. Um. I. I did stop it because a lot of people didn't didn't stick to it. But maybe I just need to re reframe it. So I will I will start it up again.
0: Transformation.
2: But that that shift in in South Africa, okay. Uh, the la- I worked on the last. It was five something million people in South Africa. Okay. To make that shift, we need 752 people.
0: And that's nothing. And you couldn't get 752 people.
2: Because people don't commit. All right.
1: Mm. Okay. So, and so, people
2: don't believe they're powerful enough to do it. Mm-hmm.
1: I just want to finish this thought now. It's, it's now we're in this transformation age. How does that relate to the chakras moving?
2: Oh, we, we forgot about the chakras. Oh, no, we oh, you, didn't. Oh, no, well, you didn't, I <laughs> you <eyes. know. laughs> Basically, your chakras, those, the seven chakras that we, we standardly speak about and mm-hmm. historically have been all over the place, were designed for the ascension energy. When you step into the transformation energy or when you step into a raised consciousness, those chakras move down and the chakras that are above your head shift into place.
0: So you have more chakras.
2: You do. Mm-hmm. Above and below you. Okay. Yeah.
1: So so, that's so those
2: chakras will move down. It's 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 almost in stages. So these seven will shift down and the next seven will come in.
1: So you what still will have seven.
2: Because your, your, your physical
1: physi- on your physical yes. blueprint. Your
2: physical blueprint has the space for the seven major chakras mm. and I don't know how many hundreds of minor chakras, yes. But the main seven can shift.
0: So well. what are we going to do when they've shifted? Which others are going to be? What colors are, are we getting? You know, and what spots will they be? Will well, we still have sacral? Well, you, we no longer, have-
2: you no longer need other people to tell you what to do. You mm-hmm. can work it out yourself.
0: No, don't you. You're not <laughs> getting away with that one. <laughs> I am not ashamed to say that you need to explain that.
2: Okay, because as you move in, in a higher awareness within yourself, you know, in the beginning, I mean, God, you must see my library, okay? I bought a book. I looked for this guru and that guru and spoke to that teacher and this person and what, 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 especially when you, you're moving from a very rigid, controlled spiritual awareness into a more open-minded one. Mm-hmm. You're looking for – you look for teachers and da-da-da-da-da. And, and eventually you get to a point where your library, you you literally have to build a room or you have to stop buying books. Um, I stopped buying books. I decided, you know what, it's about time to stop learning. And that's what my guides told me as well. Stop learning. How much more do you need to learn? Practice. Do. So, and I was listening to a Marianne Williamson, um presentation a few weeks ago. And she's finding as well, and she actually put it very nicely. She said it's no longer about her doing a presentation and, and, and people are going, Oh, wow, that's amazing. Oh, I never thought about Oh, Okay. Now she's doing presentations, and I'm finding very much the same thing, talking about this, that, or the next thing. And like, someone's likely to turn around and say, you know what, we, I was actually listening. We were talking about that the other night. Isn't that fascinating? Mm-hmm. Because it, people don't need the information anymore. They need to know what to do with this information.
1: Mm, and, and it's also it's, it's reached a stage where – it's almost like we are starting to finally grasp mm. that the wisdom is not out there. It is inside of us. Correct. And we're starting to find ways of, of finding it Correct. within ourselves. Correct. And then amplifying it for each other. Correct.
2: Correct. And it's in the Bible. When two or more are gathered in my name, the power increases. And there is, a, there is a formula. I don't know what it is offhand. But you can actually work the level of power out in terms of how many people are in a group. And if all of us, just to go back to the rising love thing, if all of us focus on raising the vibration of the country on a regular basis, we will shift the environment. People live in the most horrendous areas. They never robbed. They never attacked. But their next door neighbor is robbed. Why? Because their next door neighbor believes they live in a terribly dangerous area. Mm. And the person who's not being robbed believes that they're perfectly safe. And this is why I also – oh, this is going to cause upset again. Oops. I also dissuade people from doing spiritual protection. You do not need spiritual protection. Mm -hmm. Why? Because if you believe you need need protection, you believe there's something out there attacking you. Therefore, you're going to manifest the attack so that you need the protection. Mm
0: -hmm. I think that's very well said you know i mean whether it's sunken is another story <laughs> cuz that takes time itself yes. you know but i mean it i i get it if you mm. if you put it that way yeah.
2: if you focus cuz i work a lot with sacred geometry quantum physics and the law of attraction as well mm-hmm. and whatever you put out there is going to come in come back so if you going getting up in the morning and going i've got to protect myself who why because it's dangerous out there. So, what are you going to create a dangerous world?
0: So, what do you tell people when they come to you? Because you also lift stuff. Yes. You know. So, yes. what do you when they go like, "Oh God, my <laughs> life's terrible, and I need protection. Can you help me shift or lift whatever yeah. it is that? Because you do that. I do. So, so how do you approach those people who come to you?
2: Harshly. All right. no, not harshly, but I'm a very gentle, loving, supportive counselor and teacher. But I'm also don't take shit. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't let you get away with nonsense, and right. I don't enjoy victim. Don't pretend you're a victim. You're not.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay.
2: So what I normally do is I help people find their own power so that they no longer need to come to me. Right. Because it was actually my Reiki master who taught me a very important lesson that I've tried to live with. A true master is not one that has the most students. A true master is one that has helped the most people become masters. If I do my job as a teacher properly, people won't need me anymore, and that's my goal. I want to sit on a beach sipping a pina colada and nobody needs me. Okay?
1: (laughs) But we'll have to work in some kind of a retainer. All those those healed people have to pay a small little bit every month so that you can sit on the beach.
2: You see, you see. But that's the whole thing is that I actually, if I do my job properly, if I do the job the the way I want it to be done, I actually work myself out of a job, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that's ultimately what what my goal is—to
0: yeah. work yourself out of a job.
2: Well, to, for people to be in a place where they don't need to speak to someone like me, where they where they don't need to, oh no, I need the loo. Should I go now or later? Believe mm-hmm. me, I've had it. Right. When I first started doing readings, I'd get a message at half past eleven tonight. My boss has called me into a meeting. What should I say? <laughs> you it know? depends on what he
1: says. <laughs>
2: you know, uh, uh, yes, I'm psychic, but please like, take responsibility for your own life. Right. Mm. And I don't, th- those kind of people will always be, I'm sorry to say, pathetic because they cannot take responsibility for their own actions. They cannot make their own decisions because… To come back to the right and wrong, good and bad, they terrified of doing the wrong thing. You can't do the wrong thing. You cannot ever fail at anything.
0: So we have to go now. Oh, I just have oh, one last question <laughs> just, to, just to, to finish
1: this entire uh-huh. uh theme off. Can you empower people to do it for themselves? Yes. Can you do it for yourself?
2: Yes and no because I'm human too yes i and i mean i've I had a car accident, really <laughs> yeah, but look, touch me i can I'm, I'm human, I promise um I had a car accident a few a few months ago, and you know people say, oh well, why haven 't you got a new car yet? Well, quite frankly, I got sidetracked with running my business, and um I forgot, so just because I know all of this stuff, please don 't think I live this little life on a cloud i don't i 'm human too, I forget to meditate too i the number of times that my students have been talking to me and gone, I remember a master once saying, and my own words come back to me from three <laughs> years ago, and I'll go, um, years about that. <laughs> because you forget. as you As you experience things and you become more aware of things, you forget the basics. It's always important and very good to go back to the basics once or twice a year as well.
0: I think I'm going to leave it on that note because it's really a good note to end on. Good. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin, thank you so very much for coming again. It's a pleasure. Oh, wonderful <laughs> to have had you. Now, that was today's Beyond Ears and Eyes on Cliff Central. I'm Shemaine Harris, and controls was Sympium Tetra.
1: From me, Diesel Tom, have a great day. This is cliffcentral.com.